One of my favourite times of the week. I always say this because it's true. I love motor cars, and James Ward is the content director for drive.com.au. He joins me on the telephone now. James, good morning to you, buddy. Hi, mate. How are you? I'm very, very well. Got a question for you. Earlier this week in our finance segment, we were talking about how the worldwide price of lithium has fallen through the roof. Mm. Hasn't gone through the roof. It's gone the other way. So much so that you've got Gina Reinhardt trying to save a lithium mine and pouring money into it to maybe save jobs because the price is just nowhere near what it used to be. And even Andrew Twiggy Forrest has shut down two lithium mines and he is he's spending most of his attention on investigating hydrogen. Mm. Does Andrew Forrest know something we don't? Because lithium is a main component in the building of a lithium battery that powers electric cars. And if electric cars are going to take over the world, wouldn't the price of lithium continue to rise? I know it, I know it got ridiculously high and, and created a bubble that probably had to burst. But does Twiggy Forest know something we don't about electric cars versus hydrogen? Your thoughts? Yeah, look, you know what? If 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 he knows more about mining than I do, I wouldn't be at all surprised. But look, you're right. The the way that the world is at the moment, and, and you look at other contributing factors. So Ford have shut down uh, the majority of their uh, F-150 Lightning production line and instead of putting those shifts onto doing regular non-electric uh, Ford F-150s because demand is sort of plateauing. The people who have eagerly wanted an electric car have gone and they've got one. And we're, we're sort of sitting around this 10% market share mark, sort of you know, where we are in Australia and where the US is, because people are sort of thinking, well, the next generation is coming. And this is, this is why maybe lithium has fallen off the, uh, the, the flavour table, because lithium is not as important for the next generation of battery development. But then you've got other, uh, you've, you've got big brands like Toyota and uh, Hyundai putting a lot of effort into hydrogen production. So to look at it that way, people are, um, you know, I dare say, kind of uh, splitting their odds, so to speak. If you if you want to say, I'm I'm going to ignore lithium for now, maybe there's enough. And you've got, uh, I think, this week there was news Indonesia. I think it was found a massive. Uh, a lithium deposit, which means they will be able to extract it cheaper than they would in Australia, which will make Australian mines less profitable and thus less favourable and probably worth putting the brakes on to put your attention to something else. So we're at a, oh, we've said this a number of times, we're, we're in a very evolving space. And I think we're at a evolutionary stage of everything that's going on. And I read that lithium prices are actually expected to further decline this year, next year, and the next year. So it's unbelievable, isn't it? They they yeah. say they say it's because of subdued Chinese demand, lackluster American electric vehicle market. But I thought electric vehicles were gonna rule the world. Well, this is the thing. You you had initially this this spate of it's all brand new and exciting, and yeah. you had an awful lot of incentives that were in place around the world, not just in Australia, but it's certainly in the US. But what people are finding is the reality of the EV ownership. It works. Look, honestly, if it works for you, it works for you. And if you live in town and you can charge at home and it's an urban vehicle, it makes so much sense. It really does work. But America is a big country like like Australia. And so if you've gone and bought one of the F-150 Lightnings, the, the fully electric uh, F-Series Ute, 
and you realise, well, hang on, I can't tow. It's kind of inconvenient to do long miles. If I fill up the bed with a bunch of stuff, I can't really go as far as I need to. And in fact, it's actually cheaper. And we've seen here in Australia, we, we've run a couple of stories about it. If you're doing long distance touring, where an EV is not running at its premium uh, effectiveness, it's actually cheaper in a petrol or a diesel car to, to do touring. Well, there you are. All right. Is hydrogen the answer? It'll be interesting to see. Yeah, look, and, and there's a number of different ways that hydrogen can work. We talked about this last year. There's hot hydrogen and cold hydrogen. You've got hydrogen fuel cells and batteries, and then you've got hydrogen combustion. We're on the cusp of new energy, and, and uh, I, I think we can we can sort of sit back and, and watch how it happens, but it would be, look, I reckon it'd be a pretty risky game to play in the, uh, the resources market at the moment. James Ward is with us, content director for drive.com.au. James, I may be completely responsible for what I'm about to tell you because <laughs> there was a guy on Facebook Marketplace in my local area, in my postcode, and he was saying that he would he comes to people's homes and, de- and details cars, and I've got a car that I want to professionally detail before I sell it. It's the Nikki's old Suzuki Grand Vitara. And we had a, a little chat in messages, and, uh, and uh, that was great. Ever since then, I have had ads for not just car detailing, but for every possible car accessory on Facebook. It's <laughs> driving me crazy. But the one thing that keeps popping up every page, every day, is ceramic coating. And so I thought, I don't know what this is. And they're saying it's absolutely a must if you want to protect your car's paint and it's gloss and it's glow for many, many years. Um, and I didn't understand what it was about. So I thought, I'm going to ask my mate, James Ward. James, what's ceramic coating? About how much does it cost and is it worth it? Yeah, so look, so this is a treatment that you can do to your car to protect the paintwork. And it isn't cheap. Like you are talking thousands of dollars to do it properly. There are some that are, you know, in a couple of hundreds, but really some of these proper ceramic coating uh, uh, processes will cost you thousands to do. And what it does in theory is it adds a layer of a, I guess, a ceramic style film to the top of the paint. So what it does, you, you they polish the car, make the paint look as amazing as it can, and then add this transparent coating to it. So it protects it from underneath. So it, it, it kind of makes sense when you think about it, that you've got this sort of thick layer of a, a varnish in a way. It's right. like when you seal right. some some stone in your car, you know, in, in your driveway or whatever, you're basically protecting it from uh, from from porous things. You, you're not letting bird poo get through or, or you know, nasty acids and things get through to damage the paint because you can then repair or grind off layers of the uh, ceramic coating to, to, to keep the car looking good. The thing is, if you just keep care of your car, you can keep care of your car. You know, if you don't let a bird poo sit on it for a couple of days in the sun and, and bake in and ruin the paint, you can you can keep a you can keep a car looking pretty good if you wash it regularly. But if you are worried about your car and you've got an expensive car and you're thinking, you know what, I want to protect its value, it is worth looking at these things if that's important to you. I, I don't have it on my car. I did I, I honestly did think about it and I spoke to a couple of guys about it and they said it's probably if I wash my car at least once a week, which I do, it's not worth it. And it's one of those things. It's a personal choice. I see it put on. You know, people put it on their their Volkswagen Golf because they love their car. Good on you. That's a it's a good thing for you to do. But do you really need it to protect your paint? If you keep care of your car, you should be okay. Are you just as good? Doing the old turtle wax. I, I don't mean to ma- name. I don't. No, na- no, I, mean, no, I don't mean to it. name names, but that's the one that comes to mind. Are you, just are you better off just waxing your car the old-fashioned way? 
Well, that's that's what it was in the in the in the olden times back when you had to do it by hand. Remember, you had the two boxes and you couldn't put that's the it. car in in the sun, and that's you had the, the 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 slow. Uh, I'm even doing it as I'm talking to you. The, the <laughs> wax on, wax off, like Daniel's son. Yeah, yeah. This was this was the way that you would have to protect your car rather than sending it to a place who goes and puts this stuff on and just sends you a bill. So look, you can protect your car. You can do it yourself. You can use uh, waxes and things like that. But the ceramic coatings, they're they're pretty clever. Things. Things, but they are expensive. So right. it's one of those things you do need to weigh up. Is your car's paintwork so important to you that you're more than happy to drop four figures at least on, on a really good one? If it is, great. It's not one of those things that's probably going to help come resale time. But if it makes you enjoy your car, you know what? Power to you. James Ward, always good to talk. Thanks. Good motoring, safe motoring, buddy. Talk next week. Always a pleasure. Talk to you soon.